Hello, everybody, and welcome to a full house edition of the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. Today's date is Friday, May 8th, 2020, and I am here with my co-host, Evan Hoover and Mike Valverde, and a special guest, co-founder of Football Absurdity, Walid Ismail, is here with us as well. Boys, somebody decided to talk first. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. I get to do a fantasy football draft uh, while sitting at home in isolation. This is just breaking up the monotony. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I figured when I asked you if you wanted to come on, I figured there wouldn't be a lot of pushback. <laughs> no, there was not at all. Please put me on as much as you need to. Yeah, Mike, how are you doing? I'm busy. Uh, Going to have this, uh, me and uh, Dr. Morris are putting it together, this great draft kit that's diagnosing injuries and player prognation. Uh, so we're going to put that together, have it out to you guys soon. That's awesome. That's great that to hear. Fantastic. Well, uh, we'll get that linked up for you when that comes out. Um, and Evan, how are you? How are the boys? Are they slaying the spire? Uh, they're, they're, it's warming up. I have a Scooby-Doo on. I'm doing good. My kids, my kids figured out teamwork today for like the first time. We're playing soccer and usually they just run straight for the ball and I just kick it out of the way at the last instant and they run into each other and fall down and <laughs> dribble it through the goal. But today one would stand in front of me, making me go around them. So the ah. other the ball and, Yeah, and so I'm I'm a lot sweatier than I usually am. <laughs> some good strategy, some good strategy. So what we're going to do today is we got all of everybody on. We're going to do a mock draft. It's going to be a three wide receiver draft. I believe it's it's uh, 14 rounds. No kicker, no DST, no point to that. Uh, half PPR with one flex. But before we do that, got to get the housekeeping done. Uh, Twitter, FBallAbsurdity. Discord, where you can have, we're having a lot of good chats. Um, we have a team name theme coming up. Um, that got put together in the discord. It's tiny.cc slash absurdity. You can check it out there. There's gonna be a link in the podcast description to a beer sheets shirt. If you found us, chances are it was through beer sheets. Um, there's a pretty cool, uh, beer sheets design that I put together last year that we're still selling through T public. If you like what you hear today, if you go to patreon.com slash football absurdity. You will get a new episode every week. Cause during the off season, we're going every other week in this feed and, um, every other week in the, uh, Patreon feed and in the weeks where, you don't get a podcast of the Patreon feed. You get some uh, some content. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I put together uh, rookie wide receivers and their um, what you can expect out of them in general um, for their rookie year um, fantasy production. And Evan, you put together a rookie rankings for this week, right? Yeah, for Dynasty. And I tried sorting it into if you want to win now and if you want to build for the future. So I'm, I'm wondering if that'll have legs. Yeah, so that'll go up, today's the 8th, that'll go up on Saturday the 9th, so you can get a little bit of extra content. If you go to the website, footballobscurity.com, you'll be getting something new every day. Right now we're working through our rookie roundups, where we talk about every player that was drafted that's fantasy relevant, down to, I just wrote about KJ Hill, who is a 7th round pick for the Chargers. So you'll get that deep. Every guy that was drafted is going to have a blurb. So um, you can check that out now, so when the season comes around, let's be clear here, if the season comes around, um, you will be able to have a little cheat sheet short guy if these guys become fantasy relevant um the nfl had their schedule released yesterday but i'm going to be real honest i don't care for fantasy football it doesn't matter too much to me um it's too soon to know uh what teams are going to be so that schedule doesn't matter much for fantasy football so now that we got the housekeeping out of the way gentlemen it's time for our corporate mandated icebreaker this one's going to be really easy because um i did not think of one ahead of time tell me about the last movie you saw mike i know you're a big movie guy Oh man, I you know what? I have not seen a movie in like forever. I think the last movie I saw was Florida Project. Oh yeah. And if anybody if you haven't seen that movie yet, 
go out and see it. I think you can get it on Amazon or Netflix. It's free somewhere, but it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah, go check that out um, if you just want to kick around some time. What's it about? Uh, it's basically these kids who are, live in the uh, in Florida, the, uh, in an apartment complex that's like mm. right next to uh, Disney World, and it's sort of a rundown uh, where you know I guess welfare recipient kind of mm. place, and it's just about their lives uh, during the summer uh, in Florida, and okay. their perspective so and that kind of thing. Yeah, so it's a project like a building, a housing project. Okay. Uh, Evan, what about you? What kids' movie did you see most recently? <laughs> uh, I, I put the kids' movie on. I go to the room. Uh, my, one of my favorite things to do is just go through Amazon trying to find the most indie movies ever. Like, clearly this person filmed it uh, when they're off work. And because it's most of the time so bad, they're good. And sometimes they'll cover material that would never get a, a big screen release. Like, I saw a two-hour movie where they were arguing the morality of applied mathematics. Uh, but the last movie I saw was on Amazon. It was called 41. A man figures out he can travel through time by crawling into the hall of a bathroom in a motel. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, I kind of want to see this movie now. This yeah, sounds what hilarious. Was, what was this movie called? It was uh, 41. It was watchable. It was watchable. It, it, it It's a little derivative because time travel, you know, they, they have to retread the rules. But there are some moments where I'm like, all right, I'm glad I watched this. Yeah. Um... Have you seen Lolly Love, Evan? Yeah, with uh, yeah. Pam. Wasn't it? Yeah, and James yeah. Gunn's first movie. Pretty pretty incredible. He went from that to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, the new Suicide ah. Squad. Uh, what, was the, what was the movie you said? Lolly Love? Oh, I don't... Why do I not know that? It's super, super indie. It's like filmed on like a handy cam. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, Waleed, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, I just saw Annihilation for the first time yesterday. Um... Same director as Ex Machina, because I was doing, I told you I was doing a podcast for uh, Fancy Boys Club, top 10 movies of the 2010s, and Annihilation was on someone else's list, but not as good as Ex Machina, as far as I'm concerned. It so was what, good. What was more disturbing, the Skull Bear or the ending that made no sense? Well, the ending just kind of, I, I felt like the ending just died off, honestly. Like, yeah, I, I like Ex Machina, I walked out of that, like, angry for, like, oh. two days. Well, like I was like, I didn't like how it ended, but also I didn't see how they could have ended it any other way. Like that movie was brilliant. It was, it was uh, pretty good. I if you want to cry nonstop, though, the movie to watch is Onward. Onward? Uh, uh, Pixar is. Oh yeah, that, that Pixar movie. Yeah. So last movie I saw, and we'll we'll uh, cut this short before we get get into drafting. It was Too Fast, Too Furious. For this was all a backdoor plug for my new podcast. Ha ha. <laughs> reactionaries podcast anywhere you find us you can find the reactionaries podcast it's me and my good friend from high school and college my old roommate uh, we watch action movies we talk about them and the hook is one of us has never we we have to do it where one of us has never seen it before so we watch the trailer we say what we think the movie's going to be then we talk about it because that's what the internet needs right now more guys talking about movies the only thing they need more than more fantasy football podcasts is more uh white guys talking about movies so got that out of the way um we got like i said the half ppr 12 teams uh 14 rounds um i'm picking first uh evan is picking sixth mike 10th and will lead 12th this is being run on sleeper so we do have bots going um between the picks so that we can um have a full draft so i just turned it on um we will go ahead and i'm going to take christian mccaffrey off the top um pretty simple uh i mean thousand rushing yards um 
projected to have a thousand rushing yards, 761 receiving yards. Pretty nice projection, I would say, to start off with. He's uh, he might not end up number one, but it feels kind of silly to take anybody but CMC number one. So I'm gonna go ahead and click that, and then we'll get off the board. Um, the computer will go. Yeah, McCaffrey's. Yeah, I feel like he's the obvious number one pick just because his ceiling or his floor seems so much higher than like Saquon. If I had to say anything, if wasn't I had to like, pick between them, wasn't he like twenty five percent more points than the next running back? Yeah, he was. He, he's he, he's his, his consistency was unbelievable. That that more than anything is what uh, not just the, like that he was consistent, but he was consistently producing at a high level. So I mean, to me, he's. He's the number one pick, no, no brainer. Plus, he yeah. has all with a horrible quarterback, and it was a backup, and a backup somewhere else right now. So now he, at least he has a, a stable quarterback, and it's probably even going to get better. Yeah, so that's that's uh, it, things are only looking up for Christian McCaffrey. So I um, kill at five. That's horrible. Michael that's, Thomas at two. That's horrible. Well, these are these are your computers. So the computers took uh, Michael Thomas at two, half PPR, three wide receiver. I wouldn't do it. I guess. Yeah, I have a feeling we're all going to be waiting on quarterback because yeah. they'll grab them way too early. Yeah. yeah so, I, I don't know that I disagree. All right, I'm up. And I can choose really between bad. Hopkins and Adams. Those are the only two choices I like. Uh, and who who is that? Oh, no. Did we lose Evan? Uh-oh. Evan, you there? He left us hanging. I know. He's just trying to make this pick really dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it's drama. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I'm just going to jump real quick. I don't know that I think Michael Thomas at number two was that bad a pick. Honestly, It's defendable. It's he's, he's, a... I, he's the number one receiver in, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and in a three wide receiver league, I could see it. I wouldn't do it, like I said. But I would neither. But I could. But I don't think it's just, I don't think it's as terrible a pick as I don't as others could be, I guess. Yeah, so Mike, what makes you think that it's such such a terrible pick? Oh over Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara. I mean I mean maybe Alvin Kamara. Uh, but when I'm you're not a spy on Kamara this year. When you're in the first round, everything is is microscopic. So the same Michael Thomas at two is a lot more microscopic saying him saying a wide receiver in the second round per se so uh-huh. uh, just him picking being going over Barkley to me is ridiculous yeah well we'll kick this computer out for the next draft <laughs> yeah it, it's got to go fire him fire him. fire him he's done he's toast so um evan lost computer internet or something. evan is back <laughs> Evan. Yeah, is my video off for you guys? There we go. Yeah. Sorry, so my internet, my internet just dropped for a second. Not no sure worries. Why. You yeah. got twenty. Exactly. You got twenty seconds left, bud. Who are you gonna take? Where Where did I leave off talking about them? Uh, there was two of them, and there was one definite answer. Okay. Yeah, Adams is good, but Hopkins. Give me, give me the guy who's got a new field with a decent offense, and he's a. Uh, he's got a new team, and you know I love Kyler Murray. I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins and not overthink it. All right. Go ahead, snag him up. All right. So then the computer took Zeke Elliott, Devontae Adams, Dalvin Cook. So, wow, this this is this is kind of crazy because I don't really like any of these selections right here, right now. Uh, Julio Jones at one ten is probably the best bit just because he's a wide receiver, but I I, I see him more as a one twelve 
two one. Uh, Joe Mixon, I don't even want to touch. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I, I, he's, he's way too inconsistent for me. And then there's Josh Jacobs. I like Josh Jacobs. He's the he's going to be the bell cow. But at one ten, I, I I don't know if I can justify that. So being a heavy wide receiver league, I'm going to go with Julio Jones, even though it is a little bit earlier than I would like. Yeah, so you're going to take Julio at 110. Kind of sounds like that 10 slot is not where you would prefer to pick right now. It sounds like there's not a lot of guys that you like right there. No, not not at all. I, I, yeah, I think I would much rather have someone like Dalvin Cook where I got sniped at 1-9, but yeah, it just didn't work out. Yeah, so then running back six off the board, Josh Jacobs at 111. That feels about five or six picks too early to me. Way and too like, early. Yeah, and like Mike was saying, when you're in the first round, you're kind of – you're you're nit you're nitpicking. Every everything is in a slot for a reason, you know. And Josh Jacobs at eleven just feels really early to me. So yeah, I wouldn't pick him any earlier than the second round. Yeah. So um, I just I was on a uh, talking to my buddy and um, we were talking about Josh Jacobs, and I want to get you guys' opinion on him. I was thinking he would come up in the second round, sort of around when Evan picked. But Josh Jacobs. So my take on him. This is my take on him. He is extremely unlikely to finish outside of the top 15, but he's also extremely unlikely to finish inside the top five. That feels like my take on Josh Jacobs, that he's kind of penciled in around like running back nine for this year. He was 14 in points per game last year, but he did try to fight through the um, shoulder injury at the end of the year. So he had some dud. He had a dud in there that brought his average down. So what do you guys think about that assessment of Josh Jacobs, where he doesn't really have a super high ceiling, but he doesn't really have a super low floor. That's kind of how I feel about him. He's a guy I would love in the uh, in the early mid second round, honestly, because yeah. for that exact reason, because I don't yeah, think I was about to say the exact same thing. But he's going to be consistent, and that's why uh, it's too early for him. But having said that, I'm not sure that he doesn't have the like. I'm not sure his ceiling is outside the top five. I think it's unlikely he hits a top five just because of the talent of running back. Uh, however, he's got the ability to be a top five running back if things play out the right yeah. way. I just but feel like there's too much open, going on there so. with with Las Vegas. I just feel like Vegas. there's too much too much going on there for him to uh, uh, to reach that full potential. He's not gonna. Um, they're like they got Lynn Bowden. They got a bunch of uh, they got um, rugs in the draft. They got another wide receiver. Um, they went out. They got Nelson Aguilar. There's I think there's gonna be more pass focus, and I think that's gonna take away from the uh, his his complete upside. So all right. Um, Mike, what do you think about Josh Jacobs? Is that five to fifteen range kind of feel like, or six to fourteen feel kind of right for him in terms of where he'll end up? Well, to be honest with you, if you're looking at just like at the running backs that have been selected right now, he very well could end up number one. Mm-hmm. Mark has an injury history. Kamara is, is hurt every year. Dalvin Cook, the same thing. Ezekiel Elliott, who I'm staying away from. I I I, I pinned a tweet saying that if he finishes. Um, anywhere eight or above running back, I'm I'm going with with the total uh, mop top hairstyle. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm totally staying away from Elliott. The only one that I would really really about is Christian McCaffrey. I, I I honestly think you could take a case as him being the number two back. But as you mentioned, you have all these different pieces that are that are now with the Raiders, and they just seem scattered everywhere. So, how much is Josh Jacobs going to be real? And also. I think a lot of that has to do with his passing ability. He can catch the ball, but are they going to use him? They didn't use him very well last year. So it, that's going to take in fact uh, also in, in equation. I don't know if he's going to be more of a Leonard Fournette 
kind of catching guy, or is he going to be someone like Dalvin Cook? I don't know. Would that be remain to see this year? Okay, fair enough. So, all right, um, Waleed, you are up. You got the swing pick. Uh, who are you? Who are you looking at? Who are you going to take here um, with your picks? See, this is a this is an interesting spot here for me because there is a quality of running back that I think there's a there's a nice little drop off if I don't get at least one running back. And the guys I'm going to be picking from are Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry. So mm-hmm. here are my uh, here's well going through it. Joe Mixon is tempting to me a little bit just because I think Burroughs opens up that offense a lot. And Burroughs is, I mean, I don't even think you can argue it. He was, he's had the best single season of any college quarterback ever. That guy has, he should open running lanes for Mixon. And I believe that they want to run the football, but it's hard to trust Mixon. Uh, Nick Chubb, God, Cleveland, like he's talented. He's probably the most talented of the guys I want, but ugh. I don't know that I trust Cleveland very much either at this point. Uh, Aaron Jones, I they, they drafted a running back in the second round. That makes me less likely to want Aaron Jones, not more likely. I think that they're looking to split carries, take away from him. Leonard Fournette, I just don't trust because, I mean, no, he had a good year last year. He had a really good year last year, actually, like quietly, because mm-hmm. no one expects anything from him anymore because he's been a huge disappointment. So I'm probably going with uh, my boy Derrick Henry here. All right, because, Derek Henry. And this is a tough one for me too because I don't think this is a I don't think this is an easy one, but the fact is of all these guys, he's proven he has the highest ceiling. When he goes off, he can go off. And but, we saw him go off last year. So who's your yeah. second round pick here going to be? Uh now I want a receiver here and I think the way I got to go here is I think it's it's Godwin. Godwin mm-hmm. half PPR. He's going to, I think Tom Brady, I don't trust his deep ball enough. So I don't think Mike Evans is going to get, I don't think he's going to have the production that Chris Godwin's going to have as simple okay. as that. Godwin was Godwin blew up last year. He, he's arguably a first round talent. So I'm taking him. All right. Perfect. So you got Henry and Godwin to start your team. So Mike, uh, Joe Mixon went wide after we'll lead Mike. We're back to you. Um, who, who are you going to take here? Yeah. So, I already have my wide receiver, so I'm I'm pretty pretty okay with going with now with the running back. And you know, Nick Chubb is a great running back, but with Cream Hunt there, you're gonna tell me Nick Chubb is gonna have a better value or better year than Cream Hunt by by the end of the season? I can't guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why would I go with someone who might have a lesser year than uh, his backup? Uh, so I think I'm gonna avoid that. And then it comes really down to Leonard Fournette and Aaron Jones. And to be honest with you, I don't really like either one of those guys. And but I'm gonna have to go with one. And I think I think even though Walid was right about Dylan, he to me is more gonna replace Jamal Williams than Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones should have his typical role. Uh, I'm gonna go Aaron Jones. Can I interest Sorry. you in Lamar Jackson? Nope, didn't seem to be that case. After after Aaron Jones, it went George Kittle, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, and then Evan, you can take Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. You could. You won't. Sorry, I just could. realized I just realized one of these bots is gonna pick Antonio Brown. That's true. <laughs> oh my god, I was so hoping Leonard Fournette or Nick Chubb would fall to me. Gosh, because I have a wide receiver and I'm not gonna pick again until the middle of the third round. So 
Uh, but I don't want Lamar Jackson. I don't want Mike Evans because I don't want Tom Brady. It's too early for tight end. Melvin Gordon is on a giant committee. Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. Antonio Brown is on this list for some reason. I guess it's between Amari Cooper and Kenny Galladay. So let me just pick the one I like the best. There goes Antonio Brown. All right, Antonio Brown went uh, to the Tyreek Hill and Antonio Brown. Real uh, cool dudes on that team. No uh, big uh, behavioral issues there. Oh yeah. And then the domestic abuse team apparently. Yeah. They'll see if Ray Rice is still on the board in round three. Um, Alvin Kamara team took Pat Mahomes, then Barkley Evans. The Michael Thomas team took Travis Kelsey. And then it is to me for this, the uh, one-two swing pick. And um, there's some guys, some good guys here to consider. Um, Melvin Gordon, Lamar Jackson, Amari Cooper, uh, Cooper Cup, Miles Sanders. These are... Not a lot of guys that I feel comfortable taking at the end of the, you know, I, I'm Mar- Melvin Gordon in the second, at the beginning of the second, like, okay, that's fine. Mari Cooper is a little too um, uh, up, up and down for me to be my wide receiver one. Um, I'm, I think I'm kind of out of guys that I would be happy with as my wide receiver one here. So I will, oh, no, I'm not. I know who I'm going to take. All right. Can I interest you in Lamar Jackson? You can interest me in Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go rogues. I'm going to take uh, DJ Moore here in the second round. Mm. Um, I really like what DJ Moore is going to do because Teddy Bridgewater can't throw the ball very far downfield. He's the last guy I kind of think is uh, he's kind of like uh, the Josh Jacobs of wide receivers. I think he has a very narrow band of production this year, and it's a it's a high but narrow band. So I'm going to take DJ Moore in the second. And then my thing for quarterbacks the time that i take quarterbacks is when i don't really like my options sitting out there and i think that i can do better later and i kind of think that um the quarterbacks uh will uh will slip and slide a little bit so i'm gonna go ahead i'll take lamar jackson here i'll 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 pull that trigger i'll bite that bullet so i'm gonna go lamar jackson so through three rounds i got um mccaffrey more lamar jackson then we got cooper Chris Carson, Miles Sanders off the board. Um, I just want to point out that Jeff, uh, your team is relying on Carolina having a good offense. No, my team is relying on Teddy Bridgewater not being able to throw the ball more than seven yards downfield, which is a which long. Is a, actually, that's a good bet. That's a really good. Bet. <laughs> I'll take that bet. That's a long documented bet that I uh, that uh, you don't you don't lose betting on that. So Evan, you got Hopkins, you got Galladay, you going running back here. I think I know the perfect guy to pick right here, Devonta Freeman. <laughs> This list. Um, yeah, I don't like the Cooper Cup and Keenan Allen are still on the board, but then I'd be picking my first running back in the fourth round when it's like Marlon Mack and carry on. What, what? No. Yeah, I definitely have to go utility here. Uh, I think Le'Veon Bell has the potential to turn it around. Okay. So you're going to go here. Lev Bell, then Cup, then Gordon, then Bot took Devonta Freeman. So, Mike, we're back on to you. Um, who are you going to take here? Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I I like a couple of guys. Uh, I think that Keenan Allen uh, is is a little bit shaky now that they have a rookie quarterback who's, as we've talked about, Bobby Aver is not very good. Uh, so that's going to really affect his value. Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson, but his injury history and they have more weapons now, so he's he's sort of going to be put on the side. Devin Singletary, you got Zach Moss. Uh, mm-hmm. 
which is going to take away probably a lot of the touchdowns. And then you have the guy that had a great year two years ago, but fell flat in James Conner. So of all the players, I think the less risky uh, and it's going to be least affected is Devin Singletary, my guy. So I'm going to go with him. Um, I think, okay. I was going to say, I think you might be missing a player. Um, he's pretty far down on this board, but uh, Austin Eckler was still on the board. Yeah. yeah, I was just literally kicking myself for not going off. Yeah, together. I was doing the same thing. So the sleeper board is kind of a mess right now. So there are players that we forget about. <laughs> um, Austin, would you rather have Austin Eckler than Devin Singletary? Actually, I had Austin Eckler, but I was moving it around. And yes, so the short answer is yes. I would have gone Austin Eckler over Singletary. Well, congratulations. You are the owner of one lightly used Austin Eckler. So. Yay. Keenan Allen went next, so we'll lead. We're back on to you for the next swing pick for three and rounds three and four. Well, ugh, man, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect to like the running backs that I'm seeing here. The two running backs I'm actually really liking are Devin Singletary and uh, James Conner. Uh-huh. James Conner, uh, like I know last year was kind of a mess, but, you know, he's the lead back, and we know that the Steelers are going to run him into the ground. Uh, for my second or third running back, that's not a bad choice. Devin Singletary, uh, he, he, there was a lot to like about him last year. I'm trying to decide, though, because I do have options, too. Debo Samuel, a wide receiver, up here. Uh, we've got T.Y. Hilton, uh, D.J. Metcalf. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at down this board. You know what? I think I'm going to go with my instincts and my first two uh, picks. I'm just taking Singletary, and I'm taking Connor. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you don't have to choose between Singletary and Connor. You can oh, I know, but I kind of wanted a receiver, too. But honestly, you can get receivers later. I, yeah. I, I I trust myself to get great wide receivers off the waiver wire in the first few weeks. All right. So next we got Mike. Mike, you are back up on the clock after T.Y. Hilton went. So you got Julio, Aaron Jones, and Austin Eckler. So you go wide receiver here. Where are you looking? There's some good options. There are some good options, especially a wide receiver. And that's the mm-hmm. direction I'm going to go. A guy who can not only catch the ball very well, but also run the ball. I think he's going to be all over this offense, and a great offense it is. Debo Samuel. Oh, my God. Hold on. Mike said something good about the 49ers. <laughs> Mark it down. May 8th, 2020. Mike said something good about the 49ers. All right. So that gives you two running backs, two wide receivers. Nice balance there. After that, Chark, Ridley, Mark Ingram went off the board. Evan, we are back on you. Where are we going here? This one's easy. I'm going with rookie Kansas City Chief Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. At Beautiful back. He just has to beat Damian Williams out. I don't think he'll be going in the middle of the fourth come August. That's a beautiful pick. That's one of the guys that slid down the board. CEH is, uh, on a, in a lot of places, I'm seeing a top 10 back. Do you guys think that might be a little aggressive? I'm thinking he's going to be a second-round pick this year. Actually, I would have picked him. I should have picked him over Aaron Jones, to be honest with you. Mike, you only get so many do-overs. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should have picked them also. Honestly. Waleed, like, you don't get any do-overs. I don't need any do-overs. I'm happy okay. with my picks. Okay, I would have taken him over Lamar Jackson. I just completely missed on that because of the sleeper room. And this is kind of a, 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 a lesson learned, which is understand your draft room and understand what's going on and keep track of guys that are way too low so that you don't miss out on stuff like CEH going in the fourth round. Because then... I've been doing a lot. Of, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go for it. Just a tip for the audience. I've been doing a lot of sleeper mocks. And the first thing I do for charge is I go in and I type in like the five or six rookie that, that are good. And I add them to my queue. 
That's a smart move. Yeah, because there's a lot of good rookie uh, uh, running backs in good situations this year. To be honest, Evan, I think you saved your team. I was really worried about your running back situation until you got Bell and CEH back to back. Um, I think you I mean, Bell was really bad last year, but he was still a startable asset every week. You just he wasn't capital L, capital V, capital B, Le'Veon Bell. Um, so, all right. So now it's my turn. I have uh, a running back, quarterback and wide receiver and McCaffrey Moore and Lamar Jackson. So I will go ahead and take uh, uh, Curtis Sam. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking any more Panthers. Um, I really like. um I'm checking to see the running back. So there's some running backs. I think I can get some value picks on the, on the, on the comeback. Um, but I'm on the swing. So I'm going to take the guy that I want. I think Allen Robinson's going to be in for a big year. We'll lead. Sorry. Um, he's playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with, which is kind of damning with faint praise when you're talking <laughs> about Nick Foles. Um, but he is a beast. He's a monster. I think um, I, I did a bet with my friend. Um, I think Allen Robinson's going to have more yards than Stefan Diggs this year. And he thinks Stefan Diggs is going to be like top five in yardage. So I think Robinson's going to have a big year. And then what I will go ahead and do is I'm going to take a running back here so I can shore up that position because when it comes back to me, I won't be super happy with it. And um, I love the upside here. I uh, This is one of those guys that I think is kind of steal in the fifth round, but I'm going to take Kenyon Drake out of Arizona. Um, we saw what he could do when he was released from the Dolphins, or not released, but he was traded when he was uh, lit free from the Dolphins last year. Um, I think he's in for a, a, another big year with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins really opening up that offense. So then the bots took Russell Wilson, Marlon Mack, Zach Ertz, A.J. Brown, and Evan, you are back on the clock. Okay, I really like Kenyon Drake. He's safe and boring, which is exactly what you want in the fifth round for a running back. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. I'm on the clock here. I've got two running backs and two wide receivers. Uh, the top of the board is Michael Gallup. There's no real rookie that I want to windmill slam here like I did CEH. But mm-hmm. Michael Gallup, David Montgomery, Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, Stefan Diggs, Jarvis Landry. These are all wide receivers with question marks. You know, except for one, which is a running back with question marks, and another, which is... A tight end. And you know what? It's the fifth. I think I'll just take care of my tight end situation by picking uh, the tight end two. Uh, Mark Andrews. So I'm going to go he's, with right there. So he's your tight end two? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I'm big on Mark Andrews this year. So after that, it was Watson, Michael Gallup, Robert Woods. Mike, you are on the clock. I am. And I'm going to go with, I think, the guy that's just going to explode. He finally got out of that... Uh, Minnesota throwing five yards per completion pass and into the hands of Josh Allen, who's just going to throw deep after deep after deep ball. And guess who's going to be recipient of all those deep passes? Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. He completes my three wide receivers. Beautiful. So through five picks, um, actually, we'll wait till after we'll lead picks. So we'll lead. You are on the clock. Um, Cortland Sutton went off the board after Mike Stefan Diggs. So where are you going here? You got three running backs and a wide receiver in a three wide receiver league. Mm, see, I was really hoping for uh, for uh, Diggs to fall to me. He did not. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And I think, honestly, uh, I don't know. There's... Am I missing something about Odell Beckham Jr. here? How is no. he still around? Because a lot of people don't believe in Odell Beckham Jr. anymore. Okay, I understand. Did he have rehab surgery this week? 
Yeah, he had some real bad injuries last year that came out. He had an ab and then a groin um, that he got surgery on. That explains it. Um, well, that's gonna. I'm gonna try to do what I don't usually do and not take guys who are constantly hurt, um, hoping they'll get better. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, you guys. Yeah, this is kind of. I don't like the way this played out. So I think. Yeah, I don't really have a choice here. I think I got to go with. Uh, I think I got to go with. Um, Mr. McLaurin. Scary Terry? All right. Scary Terry. And then who okay. else you snag in there? He's a solid receiver. Ugh. I'm trying to find which guy's completely undervalued, and I can't really... Why is this so much harder than I thought? I should have waited on running backs, I think. <laughs> you were so confident in your ability to take wide receivers. Yeah. But, like, none of them, all of them are just kind of guys. They're still guys. I don't know. It feels like running back is deeper than wide receiver at this point, which is not something I expected. I think I'm going, you know what? I don't really care. Like, the value isn't here, so I just got to go with, I'm going with Montgomery. Of course. Your boy, David Montgomery. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like any of the wide receivers at this cost. I think the running backs are more valuable. I'll just go hard on wide receivers later. Okay, so then Jarvis Landry went off the board. Mike, we are back on you. You got three wide receivers, two running backs. You're starting to look quarterback, tight end. You're going to fill out your roster, your your depth. What are you doing here? Yeah, I, I'm making this pick every single time in the sixth round, and as long as this, he's available in the sixth round. It, it's such an easy selection, too. Uh, and I don't care if I have five running backs. David Johnson in the sixth round is just obscene value. It, it's, it's extreme value. We, we all saw what Lamar Miller did. We all saw what everybody else did. Uh, Carlos Hyde, you know, those are okay backs. Those are okay. But they're not as good as David Johnson. So David Johnson in, in Houston is just going to explode. Sixth round, easy pick, going David Johnson. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I don't even particularly like him. I still think he's a top 25 back, so – um, so yeah, that's a, that's a good call. So then the bots take Philip Lindsay, Kyler Murray, Kareem Hunt. We're back on Evan. Uh, you got two wide receivers, two running backs and a tight end. Where are you going here? Yeah, this is about, this is where I start playing strategy and try to play the long bounce to the seventh round. Um, there's enough running backs on my list that people don't seem to be high on that. I think I'll, I'll get a running back if I need it in the next round. There's a couple quarterbacks on my list, and always, you know, when in doubt, I'll just wait on quarterback. So, but there are some wide receivers out there, and if one of them falls to me next round, I'd be shocked. I'm shocked they're there now. Uh, and the highlight of it, uh, they are Brandon Cooks on Houston. Maybe he'll fill that hole left by their number one wide receiver, Devontae Parker, who erupted to end the year, and Juju Smith-Schuster, who had an off year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised all of them are there. I'm going to go with my favorite, the one who proved it last year, uh, Devontae Parker. Okay. Yeah, those are those were the same players that I was eyeballing with my pick, um, the, the, that group of wide receivers that kind of fell. So after that, it went Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, who is also in that group for me, Marquise Brown, and Darius Geis. So, what's that? What's that? A.J. Green and Darius Geis. I, I don't know about those two picks in the sixth round. I think AJ Green in the sixth round is defensible. Darius Geis. AJ Green in the sixth round is absolutely defensible. I would not take Darius Geis anywhere, anytime this year. I, 
He's lost two whole seasons to injury at this point. What makes him any different than AJ Green, who who's definitely? I mean, he's not going to be anywhere near as fast as he used to be. He's like what thirty something years old. He's been injured. I don't know time after time after time again. I well, I don't. I wouldn't even. I, I, if it was the tenth round, I might be looking at AJ Green, but I'm not going to be looking anywhere any close to that. I yeah, AJ Green will never be part of my team. That's for sure. Okay. Well, the difference between AJ Green and Darius Geis was AJ Green was in the league for six years before that happened. Uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven years before he started to fall apart really bad. And um, uh, Darius Geis was in the league for about seven minutes before he started to fall apart. So AJ Green has a track record of, of upside when he's good. Darius Geis doesn't. That's the difference to me. And in the, in the sixth round, I mean, half these guys are going to end up uh, either bench filler or gone anyways, like Philip Lindsay in the sixth round is probably going to be gone. Uh, Christian Kirk might be gone. Marquise Brown in the sixth is definitely gone. So this is where I start to turn towards taking swings on guys instead of, uh, uh, you know, guys that could end up being third round value. And I think AJ Green could return that third round value, but I don't see Darius guys doing that at all. He just, he, two seasons, two seasons wiped out with injury. Not interested. <coughs> That's also what I said about Dalvin Cook. So keep that in mind last year so <laughs> um all right so i am on the clock i got mccaffrey moore lamar jackson alan robinson Kenyon drake uh let's see let's see what we're looking at here i do want to get a wide receiver and uh, i'm gonna take juju um i think juju in the six or, or six round is an absolute steal i should have taken him in the seventh so i could have said that uh is the biggest steal um and then there's a lot of good running backs still around that i like um i'm gonna go ahead and click this uh, rookies only tab here, and I am going to take uh, Cam Akers uh, in I... with the Rams because um, I think that because Todd Gurley wasn't all that good last year, and he still was top fourteen, um, so based solely on touchdowns. I don't believe in Daryl Henderson, so I am going to go with Cam Akers. And if he's a part-time back, big freaking whoop, he's my third running back. Yeah, and I I, I, I like both those picks. To be honest with you, I think. Uh... Juju, I think he's going to look more like he did in 2018 mm-hmm. uh, with a healthy Roethlisberger. They're going to run a lot more, but if you notch down uh, Smith-Schuster's uh, production in 2018, about 10 to 12 percent, those are probably the numbers he's going to hit. So I think he's going to outplay that value at 612. And then, of course, Cam Akers, I think by week six or so, you're, he's it's going to be all him. So I, I like both those picks. I think they're both excellent choices. Yeah, thank you. Cream rises to the top. So speaking of guys who are always injured, like we we're talking about with Geis and AJ Green, Will Fuller comes off the board. Aaron Rodgers in the seventh round, which go back a year and tell us that that was going to happen. Um, Sony Michelle, Austin Hooper off the board. Evan, we are back to you. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go against type here. Uh, I'm choosing between two things. Number one, obviously showing up my running backs. I have two running backs. It's the seventh round. They're going to start being super dirt, super doo-doo after this. Also, Dak Prescott is still on the board. And mm-hmm. Dak Prescott was the number two wide, number two quarterback last year, and his team got better. So yeah. I think reading the room, normally I would favor the running backs because quarterbacks are a dime a dozen. But reading the room, I think one of the three running backs I still have on the board – is going to fall to the next round. This they haven't been real good on sleeper running backs these days. Uh, this draft particular. So I am going to do what I usually would never do and go Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, Dak Prescott being there in the seventh round is making me regret taking Lamar Jackson in the third. If I'm being completely honest. So 
Great pick. Uh, Mike, what were you going to say? I was saying that's my guy. That was who I was going to choose. Yeah, Dak wasn't getting – I was going to take Dak, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dak was not making it back to you, Evan. I, I, I could feel that in the room. I felt everybody's buttholes clenched when you started talking about a quarterback. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so then we got Hunter Henry, Darren Waller, Brandon Cooks off the board. And, Mike, you are back picking. You got nice, balanced squad, three wide receivers, three running backs. Uh, you were going to go quarterback with Dak here. Are you still going to go quarterback or you can go somewhere else? Yeah, I, I think I'm still going to go quarter. Um, I, I the debate now is between Josh Allen or Matt Ryan. I really think that, as I've said, Matt Ryan's. If you go back five years, you'll see an alternate situation where he's really bad and then really good. Last year he was not very good. Uh, so this year is supposed to be his great year. But Josh Allen, with all that running and he's improving mm-hmm. every year and. Oh, now they have Stephon Diggs. It's it's going to be really close. I, I I think that Matt Ryan could finish about you know anywhere from eight to five as a quarterback. Josh Allen could finish. I mean, honestly, why not? Well, number one, I mean, he has the running skills. He has the the offense around him. I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but you know, I I can't say it won't either. So one is better than five. I'm going to go Josh Allen. Okay. Perfect. So you're going to take Josh Allen there. Then Lamar Miller off the board. This bot, these bots are having a bad draft. Uh, yeah. And so we'll lead. We're on to you. Uh, you got two picks. You got four running backs and two wide receivers. Well, at this point, I'm starting to notice that tight end is starting to get a little thin. Mm-hmm. But Evan Engram is still around. And I think yeah. this is a really good value. And so. so. All right. Engram in the seventh. And then who are you taking in the eighth there? Well, we're looking at it. I would like another wide receiver. And the nice thing is I actually feel a little bit better about wide receiver right now than I did. Um, but I don't know. Uh, the fact is I, I got, I'm taking, I'm taking Odell Beckham. I'm going to assume he'll be healthy. In the eighth round, that's a slam dunk. That's insane. Uh, In the eighth round, that's insane value. Yeah, I I, I can't pass up that value, even though I'm trying to not just take guys with injury concerns, but he's a guy who could potentially be the number one receiver. I mean, he has that ability. Yeah, they pull their heads out of their rear ends. So, Mike, we're back on you. Uh, Carson Wentz went. That's irrelevant to you because you took Josh Allen last round. So where are you looking here? Well, you know, I have Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. And I'd like to have another wide receiver. So my choices are Edelman, who's like 98 years old. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams, who can catch a deep pass here and there. But again, you have Hebert or Herbert or whatever you want to call his name um, as your quarterback. And then you have John Brown. And John Brown, you know, is, is played well. I don't think he's going to be as efficient with with Stefan Diggs. But if something should happen to Stefan Diggs, guess what's going to happen with John Brown's value? It's going to go up. So yeah. I might as well back up my dudes. I'm going to go John Brown. All right. Fair enough. So um, we got um, definitely not selling because my I lost my sleeper board. There we go. Uh, so then after that, my, Matt Ryan, James White, Mike Williams went off the board. Evan, we are to you. This pick is practically mandatory. I've been playing fast and loose with my my picks, neglecting my team's foundation, and I got away with it. And it's time to stop and get running backs. I have only two running backs, and they are Le'Veon Bell and CEH. 
neither of whom could have a good year and people wouldn't be surprised. Was so, Lamar Miller one of the guys you thought would come back to you? <laughs> He's not on a team. I know. I was being mad. <laughs> God, no. No, we've been mocking for a while. Uh, I kind of got the hang of not making boner picks. Um, oh, sorry. DeAndre Swift, I think, is the best of the remaining rookies. All he has to do is be out on Johnson. Which is impossible to do, as we've all we've all established. Or just wait for Carrion Johnson to walk up some stairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So after Carrion Johnson, or after not Carrion, after uh, Swift, we got Todd Gurley off the board, Marvin Jones, Tevin Coleman, Ronald Jones. Uh, this is easy for me. I am going to go Homer pick here. Uh, the computer is a big old dum dum. I don't know why they took. Uh... Oh, because uh, Mostert went off the board. Oh, Mostert went. Did not go off the board. I was on rookies only. Raheem Mostert, easy pick. Easy pick in the eighth round. I think the 49ers room is going to be a mess. But in the eighth round, I'll take the bet that maybe Mostert, uh, like I said, these are kind of upside guys that may or may not end up on my roster at the end of the season. And then I will take my favorite tight end, not named Mike Gesicki in this draft, and I will go Noah Fant, who I've outlined why I think Noah Fant is special. Um, I won't get into it again, but Noah Fant in the ninth, I think, is a great pick, which is why I made it. And I agree that it's a great pick. Thank you, Jeff. So, Rashad Penny, Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Cam Newton, off the board. Cam Newton. Yeah, the thing with Mozart, though, the one, one thing I kind of want to point out, I was looking at him and I was looking at Coleman, and the problem is I just... Uh, I just didn't know which one to pick. So I kind of <laughs> waited. Yeah, it's uh, a Coleman might still be a cap casualty if they need some some space because he uh, he's a uh, his five million is completely unguaranteed this year. I'm shocked that he's still a 49er, to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm going Mostert here. Um, I can understand Coleman. I don't think it's Coleman, but yeah, then uh, we got Rojo, Raheem Mostert to me, Noah Fant to me, Penny, Edelman, Nikhil, Harry, Cam Newton off the board. Evan, we are back to you. My running back situation is all dice rolls. Two rookies and Le'Veon Bell. So I need to play the law of averages and do more dice rolls. I'm going to take just if there's anyone left for the next few rounds, at least two rounds, if there's anyone left who I think will start, they're on my team. And that starts with uh, J.K. Dobbins on Baltimore. Uh, he's a hard runner. He's, he's, he's the first and second down runner that they really have been looking for. Uh, Mark Ingram is 30. So... And, you know, it's not a sure thing, but like I said, I need more dice rolls. So you're taking a dice roll that he's going to be starting. Yeah, oh, okay. I think he's going to be starting. He runs wow. hard. Yeah, I mean, he does run hard. He's really good. I was, I'm just, I just think they're gonna. Um, I mean, I, I think Mark Ingram's going to get a lot of touches, but I can see that not happening. I can see it happening gear way. So, um, so all right, we will off, off that. Uh, J.K. Dobbins. Went Sterling Shepard, Matt Breida, the newest Miami Dolphin, uh, Damian Williams, chump, went from the second round to the ninth round. What a loser. <laughs> Absolute failure. All right, Mike, we are back on you. Uh, let's see real quick. Let's run down your roster real quick. You got Julio, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler. Your other wide receivers are Debo, Stefan Diggs, and John Brown. You've backed up Aaron Jones and Austin Eckler with David Johnson, and you got Josh Allen. So, you can go in a lot of different directions here. Uh, you can take a tight end. You can take more depth guys. Just I wouldn't take another quarterback. That seems a little crazy, unless that's what you want to do. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to avoid quarterback situation for now. I, Josh Allen is a big dude. He's he's can, he's used to taking punishment. I'm not too worried mm -hmm. about him uh, being injured. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to avoid that. And 
I want I want someone that's going to catch a lot of passes and in a passing game that I think is going to be utilized pretty heavily. We'll see. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. He is a rookie, but I honestly think he's going to outperform some guy named Cortland Sutton, and that is oh, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah, you mentioned that last time that you think that uh, uh, Judy is uh, going to be a better better play this year than Sutton. So after Judy went Alshon Jeffrey, and so we'll lead you around the clock back-to-back picks. Um, you got, uh, let's see, you got four running backs, three wide receivers, tight end. Um, you went Ingram and Odell back in the last two rounds. You probably want to get some surety here, not keep swinging for the fences, because you might end up out on your butt. But I don't know. I don't make your team. So where are you going here at the swing? Surety is for cowards, <laughs> what I will say. Now, actually, the guy I'm actually looking at that I love is Darius Slayton out of uh, the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think he is a guy who's got a pretty high floor at this point. But also, I think he's going to end up being the number one receiver there just by virtue of he's the only guy who seems to be able to stay healthy. But I do not, I do feel a little weird taking multiple running backs or wide, uh, multiple wide receivers on the New York Giants offense because I don't necessarily have faith in that offense. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, he seems like he can. He's just going to produce no matter who's there. So I'm taking Darius Slayton. All right, really, really nailing it in that Daniel Jones is going to do something. Yeah, I guess. I'm like, I, I have. If you look at it, if you looked at my draft, you'd think I had way more faith in uh, Jones than I actually do. Yeah. So, all right, who is your next pick here at the at round ten? Mm. Oh, can I interest I, you in Sterling Shepard? <laughs> oh, um, but Golden what you could interest me in is Daryl Henderson because, mm-hmm. truth be told, there's a good chance he ends up being the starter there. I know that they drafted uh, Acres, but I think it's one or the other. And I'm taking the guy that's got an extra year, of, like who's had a year to learn how to block. He's had a year to be bad already. That could be the case too, but that's who I'm going with. <laughs> All right. Next off the board is Gronk. Computers having a real rough draft. Um, uh, so, be- Mike, we're back at you. You went John Brown and Jerry Judy with your last two picks. Um, boy, you need either. I'm looking at this. I think you need a running back or a tight end here. And you're looking at it correctly. Uh, a tight end. I think there's there's tons of them out there. It's it's sort of just you know uh, a buffet of tight ends. I can wait a round or two for those guys. Uh, so I'm going to go with a more sturdy position, and that's running back. And I'm going to double dip on my rookie selection. It could be a homer pick. I don't care. Oh, get him. Get him, Mike. But, you know, Marlon Mack, you know, injury-prone kind of guy. And then they got this shiny new toy and Jonathan Taylor. And Marlon Mack's probably not going to be back next year. So I think they're going to try to work him in, especially as the season goes on even more and more. And that's just even going to benefit me because, you know what, I don't need him as a starter in the first four or five weeks. But if he turns it around and becomes the Jonathan Taylor that we all expect, it's even going to be better. Therefore, Jonathan Taylor, running back, Indianapolis. I was late Marlon, Mack has had a, Marlon Mack has had a horrible nine months period here yeah. where he loses his stud quarterback and then they clearly show him that they're going to give him the boot. Yeah, bad times for him. And I was gonna, Mike, I was gonna let you filibuster and let that pick run out, but uh, you you took it in time. So after Jonathan Taylor, we got Curtis Samuel off the board, Royce Freeman, uh, and Sammy Watkins. So Evan, we are back to you. 
Um, you went back-to-back rookie running backs last time. Where are you going this time? My guess Same is wide deal. receiver. What? Another Same rookie deal. running back. I only have four running backs. No question. I need the dice rolls for the law of averages to get me two of them. And I think come training camp, we're going to see this guy shoot up the boards. All he has to do is beat up a plodding running back who's not known to be good. And he's on an offense that they won't stack the box because they've got amazing Come on. That's who I'm I was going to draft. Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn on the Tampa Bay Bucks. He just has to beat out Ronald Jones. I had him queued up and ready to go. I was like, ha-ha. They're going to split is... that. There's not going to be a competition there. Between well, those... that's because Ronald Jones doesn't know how to compete. Ow. <laughs> Ow. All yeah, right. Next up, scary. we got Mattis. Oh, Mike, did you want to expand on that? Well, I just think that even though Kashawn Vaughn is much better at, at pass protection and in probably passing downs, he is not a very good pile pusher. So look for Ronald Jones to eat up a lot of those touchdowns and also short yardage. So you're going to be missing a lot of touchdowns from Keyshawn Vaughn. All right. So there's a, there's Mike's take on it. Um, I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure about this, this Tampa Bay situation, but uh, Evan going, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Keyshawn Vaughn, that is swing, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Isn't it the three wide receivers? It is, but my, but Evan's got three, so. <laughs> I guess he fulfilled it. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, after uh, Vaughn, Alexander Madison, Kirk Cousins, which I don't really think, this, bots are having a bad draft. Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins, you don't need Kirk Cousins there, I think Pat Mahomes will be okay. Uh, OJ Howard off the board, another bad swing for the bots. Miko Hardman, so it's back to me. And I only have three wide receivers in a three wide receiver draft. I have plenty of running backs. I have a tight end and a quarterback. So let's look at some wide receivers here. So you got Wa- Robbie Anderson, D.D. Westbrook, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Anthony Miller, Deontay Johnson, James Washington. Um, I am going to go ahead and... I'm going to take, I think Robbie Anderson's a mismatch in Carolina. I think Golden Tate's not going to get enough. I think, and maybe I fell in love with him. Maybe this is a sleeper pick, but I loved watching him last year. I think the Saints finally have a good number two wide receiver after we spent so long trying to theorycraft good wide receivers, you know, guy out of guys like Traquan Smith and Ted Ginn. They finally have a good wide receiver for second wide receiver for Drew Brees. I'm going with Emmanuel Sanders as my fourth wide receiver. And then as my fifth wide receiver, let's see, am I going to take a page out of Evan's book and take a rookie? I think I will. Mm, I think I will not. Um, who do we got here? Who do we got here? I don't want Didi or Golden Tate. Um, Waleed, how's Anthony Miller doing? Is he hurt again? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly. <laughs> I'll go with the guy that I think is going to have a breakout opposite Juju. Nope, I'm not going to take two Steelers. Uh, I got plenty of time. I'll go rugs. I think the Raiders with uh, him as their wide receiver one, they're going to throw it to him a lot. I'll go with Henry rugs. uh, The third as my fifth wide receiver. So what's that? Winston just went. Who just went? Oh, James Winston. Wow. To the Cam Newton team. So, uh, the team that picks before Evan has two picks and no starting quarterbacks. They have two quarterbacks. That's Cam and Jameis. So, yeah, David Njoku, Robbie Anderson, Dallas Goddard, Jameis Winston. Uh, and Evan, we are back to you. They also uh, have Antonio Brown on that same team, too. So woo, buddy. Like... <laughs> That's a guy drafting off of a, a book from last year. <laughs> All right, Evan, so which rookie running back are you taking now? 
God, I wanted to take Robbie Anderson, who went, I think, two picks before me, because I have three wide receivers, and my third wide receiver is Devontae Parker. My wide receivers are loaded, so I don't really – I can afford to swing for the fences. But he went three picks before me, and so now I'm stuck looking at Tariq Cohen, a running back, might start catching passes again. It is HPPR. And C.D. Lamb – and CD Lamb is a wide receiver three. And I, I mean, I already have four rookie running backs. So this is the first time all draft where I've been kind of stumped and trying to figure out if I should just take somebody. I guess I want somebody who's going to just take a few. Can I, shh, please be quiet. I can't. Yes, I know you can't, but <laughs> I, I, I've known that for seven years. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's so much. Yeah, but also I needed to fill time, so that worked out well. Um, Who's the second wide receiver on the Raiders? Tyrell Williams. Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Lynn Tyrell Williams. Why not? Raiders. I want to. I just want. I'll just plug him in. I'll right, but I couldn't figure out if it was Renfro or Williams. I. uh, I'll just plug him in for five points on a bye week. Not like my top three are going to find. So, yeah. So, Evan goes Tyrell Williams. Then we got Baker Mayfield, Latavius Murray. My boy, handsome James Garoppolo, goes to the bot team with uh, Matt Ryan and Jimmy G. Um, Not a bad pairing, to be honest, but not the best. But, um, uh, Mike, we're back on you. Jonathan Taylor was your last pick. You can go ahead and take Paris Campbell. We'll move on to the next one. Yeah, so... (laughs) <laughs> uh, 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 man, there's like not much left here. No. Uh, Austin Eckler is, you know, he's a little undersized, and even though he's probably going to be great, but how long is he going to actually last out there? We really don't know. So I want to back him up, and his backup is Justin Jackson. So that's my direction. Justin Jackson, go ahead, back him up. All right. So after you take Justin Jackson, then we got uh, Golden Tate off the board. We'll lead right back to you for your uh, uh, second-to-last swing picks. All right. Well, uh, not going to lie. I definitely, I deliberately uh, nagged on Anthony Miller because I'm taking Anthony Miller. I was going to take him last round. He's good. He's going to be yeah. good this year. Yeah, I like him. The other receiver I'm going to take is uh, I'm going with Paris Campbell. I think, <laughs> Take that, Mike. What? No, my guy. All right, then Duke Johnson. Yeah, I, I actually I loved him. He was one of my favorite dynasty picks last year as a rookie. Um, and I like and I love guys rookie receivers. Like I like taking them their second year, second, third year receivers are guys who really can make waves. So I think it's a solid pick, and I feel a lot better about my wide receivers now than I did. Perfect. All right. So, Mike, we're back on you. It's your third to last pick. Just filling out your roster. Still don't have a tight end. It's a good time for Mike Gesicki. I'm just saying. And, and you're absolutely right. And that that is who I was going to go with. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I feel, you know, he, he's your golden boy. He's the one you found him. Everybody else had him buried. Nobody even heard of him last year. Tight end 11 last year. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden... About what? What was it, about week six or so of last year? You know, this Gesicki guy kind of floated around and floated around, and then week after week, his name he went from just Gesicki to Mike Gesicki, and 
he became all this fanfare and he's become just this wide receiver who plays the tight end position. And since that's the case, I like tight ends who can catch the ball and he could do it well with my 12th round third pick, Mike Kosicki. You can't see it, but I'm doing the Usain Bolt pose in my chair. <laughs> all right. Next up, D- Delaney Walker, D.D. Westbrook, Jamal Williams off the board. Evan, we're back to you for your third to last pick. All right. So who the heck cares? It's the 12th round. Uh, give me C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. All right. Maybe for some reason they'll move up the depth chart. Then we got Jared Cook, who went insane. I, I love that analysis. 12th round. Who cares? Who cares? Jared Cook, insanely late. Justice Hill. Drew Brees, insanely late. Deontay Johnson, who is actually going to be my pick here. So I'm going to go with another rookie wide receiver, a guy who's going who's replacing someone who uh, left 120 targets when he left off to um, Buffalo. So I'll go ahead and go with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. And then I'm going to take a, a rookie uh, – or not – no, sorry, I'm not taking a rookie. I am taking a guy who has been left for dead because of the presence of Matt Breida – but I, as a 49ers fan, know enough about Matt Breida to know that Jordan Howard will get a lot more carries than people think. So in the 13th round, I will definitely take Jordan Howard there. So um, after that, when Daniel Jones, Dante Moncrief, Tony Pollard, Carlos Hyde. Um, so Evan, where are you going to go here with your second to last pick after taking uh, Tyrell Williams and CeeDee Lamb with your previous two? I'm thinking of just opening up the flex rookie tab and just Throwing a dart. Let's see here. I, uh, Isaiah Coulter is on Houston, and they have a target void. No, they no, have so they many have wide receivers. They, they have Brandon Cooks uh, and Randall Cobb and Keith Fuller. Kiki. Yeah, and Fuller. Oh, shoot. Isaiah Hodgins on Buffalo. They have so many receivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still on the Keep me on the clock so I don't filibuster this. Um, you know what's available for quarterbacks? No, oh, wait, I already have a quarterback. Stupid. I just assumed I didn't have a quarterback because it's me. Um, I don't Here's a running back for New England, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, third round sure. pick last year, fell off the face of the earth. Maybe he'll be better this year. All right. Then we got Tariq Cohen, Corey Davis, James Washington. Mike, we're on to you. Your second to last pick. So for the most part, I would probably not back up this position at all. But because he's still here and why not? I'm actually kind of shocked he's still here. But um, Matthew Stafford is still available. And I think that's probably the easiest pick of the entire draft. Yeah, Stafford, uh, uh, very good last year before he hurt his back. And um, I think he's a, my next pick, honestly. Yeah, good pick there. So after Stafford went Donald, big step down there. So we'll lead. We're on to you for your last couple picks. Hmm. Oh, you know, I'm going to lie to you. Well, you know what? I'll do my first pick here because there's only I'm going to take a second tight end because I like Hawkinson a lot. Second year, I think he's going to be pretty incredible. I think he's going to have a great year. Rock and I assume you know, Waleed, that you need a quarterback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know that. Okay, cool. I actually <laughs> like make sure. It seemed like the guy, uh, what kind of happened is the guys, everyone started taking backup quarterbacks, which I'm not really used to in drafts, which kind of screwed me up. Like I, Baker, I, Baker I went really a little bit before I did. 
I was really hoping that Walid would end up in a worse quarterback position than the computer with Cam and Jameis Winston. <laughs> I won't. It's a question, to me, it's a question of do we want to go really young or really old? Because I'm looking at Tom Brady and Mr. Joe Burrow. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like either of those picks, but I don't think I'd be in this position in a draft with people that I, like, most of my friends aren't going to draft the second quarterback. I'm the guy who drafts the second quarterback, usually. What about uh, Mike's boy? Isn't Rivers still on the board? Good offensive line, good talents. I don't get yeah, Rivers dropped off hard last year, but so did Brady. Right. And so did Roethlisberger. These are my concerns here. Uh, if I'm looking at the talent around him, though, I kind of feel like Brady has so much talent around him that he should be fine. And okay. frankly, I'll I can stream quarterbacks later if I have to. All right. So, Mike, we're on to you. Tom Brady will not go in the last round of any draft anywhere with human beings. He will not go. Newton. He will not Tom go Newton. after Jameis and Cam Newton. I can guarantee human that. Human beings will talk. He'll go top ten. Tom. He'll go in the top ten rounds for sure. Yeah. So they'll talk themselves into time machine Tom narrative. Time machine Tom, I love it. Mike, who is your last pick? My last pick is let's see. I think you know I'm just going to back up my tight end to sort of make this a well-rounded draft. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna, another homer pick. Uh, why not? I, I, Jack Doyle. There's, the, yeah, there's really nobody else out there that's a good tight end, I think. So Jack Doyle is my guy. Detective we, Jack Doyle. Then we got Preston Williams, Jameson Crowder, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Evan, we are on to you for your last pick. Evan died. Ah, oh, he took... Uh, I went out and take the guy in Cincinnati. Maybe Joe Burrow will like him better than Boyd. Perhaps. It's the last round of a 14-round draft with no kicker or DST. So after that went Ito Smith, Andy Isabella, Deshaun Jackson, Naheem Hines. And I. there is a guy that I'm taking at the end of every single draft that I'm in because I am very curious about how they end up using him. Um, they call him... Their people are starting to call him Baby CMC. Um, he's a running back wide receiver hybrid for Washington. Um, I, he's going to be a Swiss Army knife. He may not get enough touches to be anything. He may be Debo Samuel. He may be Randall Cobb. But I think Antonio Gibson, with my last pick, could do a lot worse with, than that. So that is the whole mock draft. Um, we can go through it real quick. I ended up with Lamar Jackson, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Kenyon Drake, Cam Akers, Raheem Mostert, Jordan Howard, Antonio Gibson, uh, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Juju, Manuel Sanders, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson, and then Noah Fant as my tight end. Um, the pick I don't like, Lamar Jackson, um, with Dak going off dozens of picks later. I would have rather done that. I would have taken uh, Eckler in that spot and then uh, would have preferred Dak to Cam. So I would have I done that. Um, my favorite pick is probably Juju in the sixth um, or Fant in the ninth. So, uh, Evan, you want to go over your team real quick? Yeah, uh, I got Dak Prescott and quarterback. Hooray. My starting running backs are Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards, CEH, and Pure Cane Sugar from Hawaii. And DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, and Devontae Parker are my three starting wide receivers. I've got the Mark Andrews in tight end, and that would make my uh, flex DeAndre Swift. Then my backups are J.K. Dobbins, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, Damian Harris, Tyrell Williams, CeeDee Lamb, and Auden Tate. I've got to hit on running back. I I rolled the dice there. If I hit on running back, I got a strong team. If not, well, see you next year. 
That's a lot of dice rolls. That's a lot of dice rolls to try to hit snake eyes. But you know what? Uh, five or six uh, dice rolls, you're more likely to hit snake eyes than if you're rolling it just once. So um, that is that is uh, odds. I learned that in school. All right, Mike, we want to go over your team real quick. Yeah, so went with wide receiver Julio Jones, uh, Samuel, Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Jerry Judy at the wide receiver slot. Mm-hmm. And then... Pass catching running backs, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor, not so much. Justin Jackson, not so much. He's pass catchers. And then quarterback, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, tight ends, Mike Isicki, and Jack, the detective, Doyle. That's right. All right. Detective Jack Doyle. Uh, Waleed, you luckily took a quarterback um, who was uh, Time Machine Tom, who I'm going to steal that from Evan. And uh, let's run down your team. All right. Well, we got Tom Brady. I got my running backs for Derrick Henry, uh, Devin Singletary, James Conner, David Montgomery, and Daryl Henderson Jr. I feel pretty strong about that. I think I got some depth here. Uh, wide receiver I don't feel as strongly about. Chris Godwin is a stud. And if Odell Beckham Jr. is healthy, then I'm actually – I feel a lot better about it. Terry McLaurin I thought was a – I mean, he was the only weapon in Washington last year. He was a model of consistency. You got Darius Slayton, Anthony Miller, Paris Campbell. I got a, I feel like I got some high upside guys with those last three wide receivers. And then a tight end, we got TJ Hawkinson and Evan Ingram. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's there for when Evan Ingram eventually gets hurt. All right. Fair enough. So um, what did you guys learn on this one? I think what I learned is that um, you need to really pay attention to your draft room. I'm kicking myself for taking uh, Lamar Jackson over Austin Eckler. Um, that's really killing me. And um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire staying till the fourth round is also killing me. So uh, is that kind of what you guys learned? Uh, pay attention to your draft room. <laughs> you know what? I, my eyes glazed over David Johnson. If I had seen him, I would have taken him over David Montgomery. Like that's the one pick I really don't like that I made. Yeah. So uh, Mike, Evan, what about what do you guys think? You know, for me, I, I think that quarterbacks, you know, I, I kind of felt that I, Josh Allen was at seven. I was pushing it. I'm like, I, I don't know if I can go any longer waiting on quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. and then looking it over, I mean, Baker Mayfield went in the 11th round. Matt, I mean, I got Stafford in the 13th. Daniel Jones, you know, Drew Brees went in the 12th. Drew, yeah, Drew Brees in the 12th is what really stands out to me in this one. So mm-hmm. you got all these guys. And really, I think you can wait almost. I mean, if we held true to this, maybe the 10th round to start, like, looking around. But mm-hmm. I think seventh round is maybe even too early for quarterbacks. Yeah. And it's the same thing that we've been pushing. And what's really getting me is how many value guys, how many good tight ends went after round nine when I took Noah Fant. Cause like Dallas Goddard should be good. Jared cook has been solid in new Orleans. Mike is uh, TJ Hawkinson, Tyler Higby, Jack Doyle, Ian Thomas didn't even get drafted. He's one of my sleeper guys. So a lot of value in tight end this year. I think tight end might actually start m- might be good. Now. I think we're starting to get to that point. Uh, let's not let's not talk crazy here, right? <laughs> Tight ends will never be good. All right, all right, all right, fine. So, all right. I well, learned that I apparently like rookie running backs, which would make me an optimist. Yeah, Ceh, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Keyshawn Vaughn, and that's it, right? But then you took a rookie wide right receiver, uh, CD, compact disc lamb. So that's um that's interesting. Right? A lot of rookies. Yeah, I like that. What, what'd you say? Compact disc lamb. I, I was saying that Evan is the optimist. I like that. Oh yeah, I was hoping you were excited about what I said, but I know that was too uh, uh, 
too no. too thirsty on my part. So. Yeah, yeah, way too thirsty. Desert. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, Walid, thank you for joining us this week. Um, uh, good luck to you and yours in in the core, and Evan, uh, Mike. Good to, good luck to you guys in the core. Um, for everybody else, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, we will be back next week um, in the uh, Patreon feed, and um, I think we'll start taking a look at 2020 uh, players a little bit. Draft is behind us. Everything else is behind us. It's time to start taking a look forward. So, for Mike, for Evan, for Willie, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody, and you have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.